Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? what? That's all fun and everything. And then all of a sudden, a thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? Not you guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? Teeth's not exactly that long. Like, it's not like it was, a, it was like <laughs> a teeth indigenous. We should edit that out. Needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Huh? My husband thinks it's super. Oh, man. Do we know the good shit? We absolutely do. I mean, you never leave a slaughterhouse protest feeling like you got what you wanted because, mm. you know, they're still going to be murdered. Chris Manzo 08, Venmo. There were daddy conversations, there were mommy conversations. Plenty this was a mistake. How do you on this show was a mistake? Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. It should be like sports. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, milestone episode. Chris, we made it 20 episodes of this show. You say that like someone's able to cancel us. Yeah, no, we no, put no, it no, out but, ourselves. But still, like we we also <laughs> I didn't think we were gonna be doing this this long. Oh, I I've been trying to stop it since episode three. Right, thank you very much for the for the, for the support. It's really it's a big one. Hannah's here. Hey, hi Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> we should, Hannah's never been on here before. Well, I was gonna allow Hannah to introduce herself. Oh, go ahead. You don't really let me get uh, get get really. You said Hannah's here like she's here every day. I'm gonna stop picking on you. Go ahead. Hi Hannah. Hey guys. Nice to meet you. I just met Hannah five minutes ago in true dear Albie fashion. I just walked into where we are today. Our studio, 10th Street Pizza in Hoboken. Where did you originally meet Hannah and Al? Earlier this oh. week. <laughs> well, we didn't really meet. I was just a creep in Texas. You told you that I saw your brother on the ferry. I was on the ferry. Yeah. I, I missed my stop on the ferry. <laughs> oh, you missed your stop? That was, yeah. Uh, apparently, BPT is not like they just didn't rename World Trade Center to whatever Brookfield place. Yeah, yeah. Brookfield? <laughs> yeah, and uh, I guess it's Battery Park. No, no, it's not Battery Park. It's uh, South we... Street Seaport. Yeah, yeah, much. yeah, yeah. I had no idea where the hell I was going, and it was a huge problem. Like, it became an adventure right away. I thought I was meeting somebody at, at World Trade, I was meeting Marcus. And I'm like headed down there, and we just pass World Trade. But so you just did you did you see me go through all that? I so I got on the ferry, saw mm. you, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna text Chris. Like that's definitely his brother. And then you got off at the same stop as I did, but you looked confused. I was very yeah, confused. Yeah, I do that anyway. Yeah. I look confused on a regular <laughs> yeah. basis. So how do you and Chris know each other, real quick? Oh God, Chris, how do we know each other? Um, <laughs> so Hannah does a lot. Of, do you want to? Do you, are you trying to avoid saying your food blog? No, no, I can talk okay, about it. Yeah. So, so that's really how we met. Cause the, oh, yeah, ahead. yeah. So um, I have an alter ego. Her name's Talk Dirty to Your Food. Nice. To Your Food. Um, so I kind of have been like doing the whole vlogging thing in Hoboken and the city um, for about like five years now. 
So met Chris here, came for a Sunday night dinner. Um, and then we started seeing each other out at 10th and Willow, getting really drunk at 10th and Willow. And then, yeah, it was all history. <laughs> which leads us into, I guess, the theme of, of today, which uh, I just sat down and, and I don't know if, if there was a reason for this, but we're talking about drinking. Is that what's going on? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we always have a little bit of a theme. So we're talking about drinking and that's all. <laughs> Do <Okay>. all this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So, I mean, what else do you want? We, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, is I everything okay with you today? Everything okay? I woke up 25 minutes you ago. You know what? You're really just uh, – can I, can I put it out there? First of all, we also have a studio audience, which is – we've never done that before. So I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty nervous. Thank you for – thank you. I like yeah. it more that way. Yeah, just no, we see it. Just one. the one clap. There's, there's more than one person in the room, which is different for us. Um, so, you know, it, the stakes are a little bit higher and I gotta be honest, you're being, I don't know if you're showing off in front of your friends, but you're being mean to me right now. I'm not even speaking. They're being mean. All right. People are going to get it and they're going to write it in the comments and the ratings when they rate, subscribe and comment, which you guys got to, you guys got to do now. Uh, <laughs> dear Alvy mailbag at gmail.com too. If you want to insert your personal, you know, stuff into all this for better or worse. Okay, so Chris. today we're talking about drinking and, um, to be honest with you. I'm excited to see what Dear Abby questions there are about drinking because I feel like that was like illegal half an hour. We have another studio guest coming. Yeah, Lily's here. She's um. Hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> the show's going, Lily. Just sit down somewhere, Lily. <laughs> Guys, that's Lily. Hi. Before we start and get really into it, I want to just so the audience knows and we all know each other a little bit better. Hannah, let's start with you because oh I know you didn't want me to ask you. <laughs> How often do – it's just a little starter question. Where are you in the field of drinking? How often do you drink? What do you drink? What is the point of too much drinking? So I drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always tell myself, like, you know, every Monday I'm going to go to the gym, like have salads for the week. And then by Tuesday I'm at the bar, usually with Ariana, like three bottles of wine deep, <laughs> regretting everything. So I drink a lot. Um, but I feel like too much, I mean – there's really no, like, the limit doesn't really exist. Like, if you want to drink, you could drink. But, like, if you're feeling like it's affecting your work. I think life. a limit definitely <laughs> exists. <laughs> well, what, I guess when you're me, the limit doesn't exist. <laughs> you know what makes it, it, what puts it in perspective for me a little bit, right? You remember, like, being in junior high school and they would hand you that piece of paper where it was like, how many hours do you sleep? And then they'd sneak in there. Have you ever done drugs and do you ever drink? And then, like, you see that and they say, how many times, how many drinks per week? And back then, everyone's like zero. Like you kidding? Like five drinks a week—that's insane. And then you see that now. If you had to fill that out now, I'd probably. Still I still think that was like seven drinks a week is a drinking problem. And I was like, just, just, <laughs> just give it just up. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys. It's not. It's, I'm making it up, so I'm trying to come up with the right wording for it. But what's like your go-to? I drank too much last night. Tell, like if I wake up and I just. Have no text messages. I deleted all of my text messages the night before. <laughs> you don't do that? I, I do it every time. Every Why time I drank too much. Why would you want to put yourself through that? I, I'm not kidding you. Whoever I'm with, I'm like, want to see me myself piss myself off tomorrow? <laughs> and I'll delete all my text messages. I'm like, I have no fucking idea what I said to anybody else. <laughs> well, you know what it is? I That's think my tell of I drank way too much We're night. We're both Geminis. And instead of really having two personalities, I think mine are just kind of like drunk and sober. You know what I mean? Like anybody else. But I have like an autopilot Al. That, like, this is not a joke. We'll write letters to sober me in the morning <laughs> saying, hey, everything was fine. You didn't do anything to embarrass yourself. You're good. That's not a joke. Wow. I have done that. So, on more so than that's one my occasion. question. What happened before that led you to start doing that? Um, like, the, what is the thing that you do that you're like, I drank way too much last night? You know what? I, I, I don't know what. You used to run around naked. 
That probably is when it started. That's, yeah. That would well, be one example let's of I drank too all right, much listen, last night. All right, we're going to go down this road. We're going to go down this road, okay? But here's what, like, to put it into context, my brother is a very funny guy, okay? I am not <laughs> as about me. outgoing and funny. So when I first started just kind of like hanging out, we would hang out and really with our cousins and stuff, be playing cards and all this other stuff. I just said, hey, what's like the most out there thing that I would never do? I like how like, nobody it would, not sound weird as no Oreos with my cousin. No, yeah, I know, I know, it's bad. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, oh, hey, what's something that nobody would expect from me? And I would just, I don't know where this came from. You'd I would go, walk into a room completely naked. go to the bathroom and come back naked. Yeah. <laughs> and it and was then funny. but go about his day. Like but sit down, keep playing cards. It was like funny. He like, like, was it not funny? Yeah. Mission but, accomplished. That's it. That's all you got to say. I wasn't, did I, I did judge it, him for it? I did it for yeah. you. All right. It was for you. <laughs> Hannah. Oh boy! I mean, I'm a very, I'm a big uh, text message deleter. If you delete, it never happened. Um, that's what at least what I tell myself. <laughs> also, I think that when I am hitting that point where I'm like, okay, you're really fucked up, Hannah. Like, I start. <laughs> this is really embarrassing, but like, I literally make notes in my phone, like on my notes, the app of like things I've done, like I want to. Like remember. that night. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So a little trail that. of breadcrumbs. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. Like, but if I don't want to remember, like I will not put it in my phone because like it's just not worth it. Not the worth the anxiety. <laughs> huh. Uh, no, nah, I, I have to. Do you know. post a lot? I know you post a lot when you drink. Uh, yeah. It's the not knowing. Do you post a lot of things when you drink? Um, I think I've gotten. All right, so this is one. Here's, I go to the, here's where I this, here here's really where I drew the line. Um, I used to periscope a lot. And periscope is a thing. And I <laughs> know. <laughs> and one night I got home and I was out drinking and all that other stuff. And I just thought it was a good time. And I periscoped that night because I had like a community. It was going well. Okay. Like it was a thing. And this is like the last time I periscoped ever. So I get home, beautiful waterfront spot. And there was a lightning storm. And I was like, wow, I want to share this with everybody. I was like having one of those moments. Right. <laughs> so all of a sudden I just woke up and I didn't really, you know, think much of it. it wasn't that big of a, big of a deal. But my phone was dead, which I usually don't let happen. So I'm like, all right, that's strange. I plug my phone in, and when I do that, my um, Instagram and Twitter alerts start going nuts. And all of it said, you fell asleep, you fell asleep. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Okay. So <laughs> I periscoped a he freaking lightning so storm. Loud too. Yeah, I, I snore terribly. I have sleep apnea. It's a whole thing. I have to go to sleep in the machine. It's a, it was a mess, right? And all of a sudden, everybody just said it was a beautiful, like, landscape display that just went to a black screen and snores. And that was it. <laughs> I fell asleep on, like, a thousand people. And everybody was ripping me a new one. And at that point, I was like, yeah, you're going to have to stop. Uh, I think I deleted Periscope after that. I love that. That was rough. All right. Anyway. Dear Abby, October 16th, 1973. That's Joe Grinelli's birthday. Oh, yeah? Cool. Um, birthday theme, by the way, because I forgot. Uh, we probably shouldn't even say. Oh, we don't know what month. I forgot one of the producers' birthdays, and he's very upset with me. Um, okay. October 16th, 1973. I'm assuming this person's dead. Al? You really get very, very into the mortality rates of the Dear Abby I questions. just think it's interesting to, like, this is a problem that really doesn't matter anymore. But we're going to read it anyway. Like yeah, because, like, both the parties involved aren't here anymore. But here you out. go. Well, um, I read it already, so I'm going to skim through a little bit. My husband used to drink three to four cases of beer a week. Uh, I promised him that any day he didn't drink more than two bottles of beer, I would make love to him any time of day or night. Now a case of beer will last forever. Many days he will hurry home from work to get home before the kids. He used to stop to have a few beers with the guys. No more. It worked out for us. So uh, It might work for someone else. Would that work for anyone here? 
Wait, I'm trying to understand. So basically, she, she said, don't drink. her husband to stop drinking by, by offering him sex. Right. So, I mean, she's just writing into Abby to brag? I, I, that's what I'm wondering with the question. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound to me like. And can I tell you what I think? Good. I think he used to stop and, and cheat on you. I think there's he had a girlfriend. There's not a single person that's written to this show <laughs> where your response hasn't been, oh, well, they're cheating. That's your response to everything. Well, the person that write into this show. Well, I mean, you're right, still dead. to everybody. And, and they have to, they're all dead, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's Hannah, would that, work, would that work for you? No. Well, no. Maybe put it into context a bit for me. So if if he didn't drink, she would sleep with him? Yeah. Well, I guess he was drinking so much that she was just saying, hey, listen, How I'm not going to hook up this period. Two three cases a week? Because before we'd start judging this guy. <laughs> cases? Yeah. Well, what, what, that can be anything between 6, 12, and 24. I, I would assume at least 24. Two cases a week? Three cases a week? That's it, a lot. Is it weird to think they didn't sell 24 packs in 1973? I would think a case would be 24. Two to three cases a week. That makes it, what, 70? Oh, Chris is doing math. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? It's, it's in the 70s. <laughs> and I don't know. 72 beers a week. So you're thinking at least, you know, you're going at a little bit. But least would that work for you? Is my question. Stop, stop avoiding the question. Well, if you're married and you start drinking too much, which possibility. My. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would you, and your wife incentivize you with that, would, you, would that stop you? I feel like if you're drinking that much, you've got to be miserable in the marriage. Yeah. I just got to put that out there. <laughs> but which makes it weirder that you're so yeah. excited to have sober sex with Yeah, that and person. now you're like, oh, oh, that's going to fix me. Because I feel like he's drinking to dull out whatever is going on when he's sober. Right. And that's not going to help. But I'll tell you what. I mean, it clearly worked for them. I mean, so she, she wrote she, into she Abby to just, spike the ball. 100%. So, I mean, you know, whatever. Look, weird flex, but okay. Uh, like, <laughs> you're, you're very hip. I'm timely. Oh, wait. The, Abby's answer. I forgot. Land of the sky blue waters should be changed to land of... True blue lovers. I don't know what the fuck does that mean. <laughs> Congratulations, even though, uh, even though, I'll sell the typo. Sound it out. <laughs> even though I'm opposed to the principle of using, quote, love as a reward and withholding as a punishment. All right. Dear Abby, my 13 year old son, when did you guys drink for the first time? Like, without permission? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> it's probably say like 14. Yeah? Yeah. I was late. I was like 16. I drank. With like family early, yeah, but I, without I family, yeah, probably fifteen. I I actually high school. Is, I was definitely in high school. I, I yeah. tried to play this off like it was cool. The first time I ever drank like with my friends, um, I they had a bottle of Grey Goose and I was drinking it, and they were like, "What do you want to tra- to chase?" And I was like, "Do you guys have any chips?" <laughs> I, 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 I thought you could chase with just anything. <laughs> I didn't know how it worked, so they had lime Tostitos. <laughs> this is not a joke. I would do a shot and just shovel a bunch of Tostitos in my mouth. Did it work? <laughs> it was a terrible experience. And to this day, I can't look at lime Tostitos so <laughs> without thinking of Grey Goose vodka. And it was just really, really weird. That, that's a dead-ass true story. I completely believe that. Yeah, like, do you have any ridiculous like oh, first drinking mistake stories? Yes, do I. <laughs> so like, my house was the party house in high school. And uh, my first time drinking was Grey Goose as well. Mm. Um, but I chose to chase with um, Welch's grape juice. Nice. No, not nice. <laughs> Worst experience of my life. Like, got super drunk. Like, parents came home. All of me and my friends were just, like, wasted with, like, just bottles of Grey Goose and Welch's grape juice everywhere. And now to this day, like, they still give me shit for it. 
Um, but I think that it was all downhill from there. Like really, like we were just constantly partying like crazy people in high school. But I think that I learned the hard way. Like we would just all just drink to the point that we would get like so sick. I don't so. think I had like a, <laughs> a chips chaser story. I'm trying to think. I'm jealous. You of all, Chris. I once pulled you out of the shower wearing swimmies. <laughs> you didn't have. I used to go swimmies? to things. Yes. I used to go to things like dressed. with a theme. Like no matter what oh, I, I went to. Speaking of swimmies, I, like, I, d- I did fall in a pool. I did. Yeah. Just drunk? Yeah. We had a party. My parents went to Dubai one time. And um, we were like, look, it's going to take us 13 hours to get in trouble, even if they find out. Like, we're we're good. (laughs) And it was like a a big-ass party. And then, um, where was I going with it? Something like that happened. Is that the swimmies? Oh, we had an ice luge. And then my aunt came. Yeah. That was kind of the only party we ever threw. So... This is a true story. And Dina came to break up a party. And my response to her was, well, she goes, you got everybody to tell you to leave. Everybody's got to leave. And I said, well, why don't you go get your friend Dolores, Dolores <laughs> sure. and just come back. Dolores was like the hot mom our whole life. <laughs> so he was like, just go get Dolores and come back. <laughs> um, dear Abby, no year on this, by the way. So oh, oh, just kidding. September 8th, 1983. Uh, my 13-year-old son goes to his friend's house to drink beer every Saturday and Sunday afternoon. His friend is 15. I don't know if his parents are home at this point. Uh, she goes on to say, this is the reason that I wanted this question in here. Um, should I bury my head in the sand like an ostrich, is what they asked. And, uh, or, should, or should she speak up? That her 13-year-old son is, a raging, is drinking beer every single Saturday and Sunday afternoon. Can you imagine life in – where does this – 83? In That's Ohio. not long enough ago. In Ohio. Yeah, I mean, like, here's here's what I would say. I think 13 is pretty young. I'll say that. And, like, I, I'm, I feel like I'm going to be the type of parent where, like, I'd rather kind of turn, like, half a blind eye and have it being done, like, where I could see it. Mm-hmm. So I know they're not driving or anything. But 13, that's rough, man. That's, that's, really, that's really young. It's pretty early. I have a mailbag question from Meg. Oh, yeah, Abby. If you love your son, and I'm sure you do, or you wouldn't be have written this, you will forbid him from visiting this beer drinking friend again. Wow. Allowing him to spend his weekends getting drunk make you guilty of child abuse. Please call Alcoholics Anonymous and ask for its help. Your son is possibly an alcoholic already. <laughs> I beg you not to put this off. It's the most important thing you have to do today. I can't believe someone needed to write that in, like, just in general. My favorite part of this, Hannah, is finding, like, how different just the world was in general, and it wasn't that You were... You were three years away from entering the world there, Al, when, when this 13-year-old boy was <coughs> drinking Pound, up stuff. Pounded beers. But, I mean, look, you know, back then, too, if you think about what they had to do socially, he's 13. Nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean, like, but, like, honestly, go do, like, Sandlot stuff or, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, like, like chew tobacco and throw up or something like that. I don't think you go right to the beers, house I would beers. I would be, 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Like, they did, like, commercials for cigarettes back then and shit. So, like, that's beer true. is not going to feel like a big deal. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's for 18-year-olds. So, you're like, oh, they don't, that's five years away. Yeah. Even though five years before that, they were seven. I but think 13. How's that math? Did that work out? Uh, you know, I, I, I just. All right. I feel like 13-year-olds are, are bound to start drinking. They're, they're going to start drinking at some point. So, if it's just with beer. Well, it's every world. Saturday and Sunday. That's true. And they're just like but popping off. Well, I started young too. At a so. combined age of younger than me. But I feel like if the parent tells the child to not do, so- to not do something. They're going to want to do it more so that she should tell him to do it, and then he won't do it. And you know that's like <laughs> – and you know that, that that's 1980s beer drinking, so you know that like they're in a parking lot throwing the bottles really yeah, far away. And they had to they open it with like a chisel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, dear Albie, this is actually to you from Meg. Hey, Meg. And it's a long email, so bear with me. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I was with 
So I'm going to start with Meg's grammar. Chris. I, I was with my husband for eight and a half years, nine years on May 17th. So you're still with him. You weren't. You, it's not was. You're currently. I was with, with my now years. husband for eight and a half years. Nine years. Right. You're with. You're not was. Well, let's okay. see where, see where I'm with my husband going. eight and a half, nine years, May 17th. When we first initially started dating eight and a half years ago, he lived with his brother. Needless to say, I was younger and way dumber. Four A's. Uh, dumber and reckless. Exclamation point. Uh, when I met my husband during our dating phase, I would go over his apartment to meet uh, him there. And when he got off work, his little brother, let's call him A for now. Is about me? Uh, <laughs> lived with you eight years ago. <laughs> um, dumb people in the apartment running about. I don't know. Um, let's call him A for now. Would sometimes be there. Every time he was there, it was with some girl, or at least a chick he was screwing at the time. If he wasn't there, I was. Uh, I had a passcode for the door, so I would go in by myself. One day out of four times, uh, one day out of like four times, me going there by myself, his brother was there by himself. All exclamation caps. Um, we talked and shot corny jokes about life and stuff. Back, I started to tease him about the girl he was banging. Her choice of words are jarring. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the girl, uh, hold on. The girl I would see him with. Uh, the girl I would see him with other times I was there because she was a little chunky, and he replied, "Well, girls like you are hard to get." From there, the convo was about me dating a girl like him, etc. Needless to say, we wind up having sex. What, Meg? You crazy? <laughs> okay. What? Okay. Uh, this carried on for about three times. Fast forward, three times means you did it too many times. No, go ahead. Um. I lost my place. I was so excited. Three times, fast forward, all these years later, I'm married to his brother, my hubby. You can't call him that right now. <laughs> you, you call him Mitch or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, and only my hubby, and only we talk about this. What? And To his brother. I'm married to his brother, and only we know about this. Sorry. I'm always yeah. awkward about, to be around. His brother is now enraged. And um, that's it, right? Wait, all right. So it's always awkward to be around his brother who is now enraged and my hubby because, well, we did the most disrespectful thing there is to, to be done to a person. So does he know or not? I probably won't want to be on your show because that would end my marriage more than likely. Why the fuck did you write this email? Here's a funny story for you all. Ha! Oh, so Meg thinks we're kidding when we say we don't read these emails till we start um, the show. Meg's gangster. So Meg, Meg just did a, a verbal Russian roulette on her entire. Uh, first of all, I gotta can, say this. Can we go back to the last sentence? Because did he? Does he know? Why is he enraged? No, he doesn't. Then who's enraged? It doesn't. The, the brother's enraged, which is crazy to me. About what? Them being married? No, oh, that he about them, them doing it and him not knowing, which is like a totally, like, all right. Right. Like, the, does things. the brother not have a mouth? Couple like, things. Couple things first. Okay. To the to the what is hold on hey that's what I'm saying first of all this is what we were talking about to the dear Albie listeners you guys have really 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 stepped up your game and this is fantastic no, this is oh. what this show is always supposed to be all right now Meg that was a pretty fucked up story <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into this <laughs> I would say here's here's how I would look at it I mean it doesn't really seem like she's asking us a question. So she's, she's just like, guess she, what I did? She's oh, bragging. <laughs> the other one was bragging about how she got her husband to stop drinking too much. She's bragging of like, yo, I'm pretty fucked up, right? <laughs> listen listen, <laughs> to, listen to what I pulled off. I got to tell you the truth. That's wild. The person who's messed up here in my eyes, though, is the brother. It's not Meg. Oh, okay? God. Meg. No, I'm going to tell you why. Meg did something screwed up, but she did something screwed up as somebody that was 
dating a guy at the time, all right, and how probabilities go, all right, like these things <laughs> happen. I ended this email with, <laughs> before you get back off the hook, it ended with, <laughs> Yeah, I know, I said that. I mean, that's how she ended the email. Like, like the Joker, and then she like threw a gas this, thing down and disappeared. That was it. I, I Like a villain. She spiked it. Honestly, she just... Where again, does Meg live? Again, I'm going to email her back. Again, weird flex, but okay. Um, <laughs> that's where we are. Hannah, what do you got? I mean, it takes two. I mean, Meg's not fully in the wrong, but the brother is definitely wrong. Oh, she's definitely she's in the wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's yeah, I mean, nice. That was a giant, look what I could do. I mean, but, the- <laughs> well, how about this? Committing this shit to email? Yeah. We can't out Meg, and we're not going to out Meg. But, I mean, but we've been very clear. Use a fake name if you don't want us to use your name. I can only read what's in she front of me. She didn't even use a fake name. It's right here in her no. email. Uh, <laughs> but the bottom line is this, okay? What the brother did, in my opinion, was more messed up. Because that's your brother. Yeah. It's your boyfriend. That, by definition, is a temporary thing. It's definitely not good. You're messed up in your relationship. But it's a relationship that can come and go. You guys got married, and that's awesome and wonderful. And, yeah, you hope it's a lifelong thing. But the brother was already locked in like that. Chris, you ever post some shit like this, shit like this on me? No, no, we, we're not into the same girls, first of all. Yeah, so no, no. no, no. Um, and also, they, it says here that they spoke for a very long time. Anyone you date, you can't speak to for a very long time. Thanks, man. No, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really makes you feel very good. No, it's, you know, I'm joking. So, not date. You know, but in the, in the eight and a half years ago, any girl that I would have been in the same room as? I'll tell you what. My, just my bottom line is if I was with Meg and I found this out, my problem would 100% be with you because it's your job to tell me that, that something like that went down. In my opinion, hey, you know, that girl's cool and all, but like, Why just so you know. You treating it like it's one person that can be at fault. No, she's definitely at fault too. There's an equal fault. You're yeah, all the, awful. The relationship, and not you, Meg. You're the, fine. The Keep relationship is clearly deeper on a brother level than it is at a boyfriend-girlfriend level. That, to me, the real thing. You're responding to Meg. Mm-hmm. What are you Keep doing? talking. This is it, it. Just to me, I just think, and Hannah, I, I don't know if you're on the same page. Or it feels like you are. Yeah, we're on the same page. I feel like it's the brother's job, and that one goes down. Be like, listen, man, you're gonna be upset, but listen to this. Like that to me is where it should be. Yeah. I, I just you know the better on him the brother. to hear from his brother. I think so too. Yeah. I think Meg needed to vent. I said, hey Meg, her. that story was fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Got anything else for us? You seem fun. From now, can we also talk about though how messed up it is that the brother's now mad? Now he's mad? Like he's mad what? Because 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 she married well, let him. Let me ask you this: When <clears throat> since I'm I really I'm not just saying it to you know look like whatever. I just would never be able to. Um, I would never be able to do that. So like I don't know what the timing is. What it, when has it gone too long without telling that your brother? Well, I mean, because like he's with him, you would imagine instantly, like, hey, today was crazy. Sit down, right? But <laughs> if you don't, because I understand, if you would take a week and you're like, shit, I can't believe that happened. Whatever. How much time is too much time? Look, they, now it's too late. The I moments pass. The second you feel like, you know, to me, the second it happens is when you got to say it. But if you feel like in your head, if you're justifying it, like, oh, they're just kind of dating around and whatever. Right, this is a girl that just kind of comes around, okay? Then, you know, the second you feel like your brother's got feelings for this girl, you'd be like, hey, there's something you should know. Like, that should come up. But the fact that he's getting angry about it now is just, it's weird to me. Maybe like, he likes her. 
Well, it sounds like he does in a weird way, but this is just, you know, I don't want to send Meg off on a... On a Do on they a, have kids, <laughs> did she say? It's been nine and a half, nine years now. Meg, tell him and then tell us how it goes. Don't do that, Meg. Meg, Al, Meg, tell him what you did and tell him how it goes. Tell us how it goes. Because that would be a crazy update to have. Like, if I imagine we had them both on, do like a couples therapy thing, all for our benefit. <laughs> I don't think you could That's just... not even drinking, I, by the I don't, way. I don't think we could uh, just... You know, th- these are not storylines to toy with. Listen, did I... Did I did I betray her trust? No, or did I open saying, up my email? I thought you were just bam, about to say, I didn't ask for this, but we definitely asked for this. Listen. But hey, as a community, guys, keep it up. No, that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you for that. Very, very honest. Okay, Dear Abby, June 10, 1975. Do you have a paragraph or phase that would make me think twice when I'm tempted to take a drink? Oh, I like that. Let's start with that. Mm. Make you think twice? Do you have anything like that where you're like, okay, it's getting to that point? Like, dial it back, Chris. Dial it, that's what you say? Dial it back, Chris? Yeah. Like dial it back. Wow. Slow it down. Um, You're having more fun than everyone else. Hannah? I mean, the second I start texting my ex is when I know I need to dial it back. Okay. See, I'm not yeah, a- but you've already sent it, though. Did you hit send already? Or are you starting to... Yeah, and then you made... I've, <laughs> I've mentally sent it. Yeah. Um, and then I'll like probably text all of my friends saying, I'm going to text him. Have you been on him. the receiving end of the drunk texts from the exes? Um, You know, it's sad to say I've been on the other end most of the time yeah yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. i have been on the other end as well but i think that i definitely will text my like my friends first to not text my ex and they're like don't do it hannah don't do it and then because they're telling me not to do it i do it yeah Yeah, change people's name in your phone when you start drinking to like no don't do that oh yeah i have don't text don't text him i literally have that in my phone i feel like girls girls have to come together as a community before they do this and basically sit down and be like Hey, I'm going to make an awful decision. And everybody chimes in to not make that awful decision. And then you make the awful decision anyway. It's yeah. not like this mini sex in the city via group text. The percentage rate of actually sending the text when you guys go for advice to not send it, I'm going to put it around 95%. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, that's accurate. So <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys ever go through this together? Where like you're all texting the same people at the same time? Um, I, not the same people. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. The same ex, like like different exes. Oh yeah, obviously. definitely different exes. Um, <laughs> but my friends, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, I text. It's like the same like three girls that I'll text, and they'll all tell me the same thing. But I don't listen. Yeah. So what do you do? You guys think that when, because that almost becomes like routine, like fun. Yeah. I actually have a little bit of a theory that one of the reasons why the ex situation keeps coming up is because you almost like to talk about it so much with your friends and it's almost entertaining. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> and it comes up as like a storyline and as people that have been on reality television, I feel like it, it has a lot of the same little, it has what's called an, an arc, story arc. And I feel like you guys get addicted to that shit and that's why the guy keeps coming around. Absolutely, yeah. You're, so you're agreeing here? I'm agreeing, this yeah. Is, this is like, I'm getting Freudian on this show. <laughs> That was a lot, and I'll be honest with you. I was reading the next question, so I missed a little bit of it. I'm excited to listen on the next Dear Album. Yeah, no, of course. I'm going to like and subscribe <laughs> and rate five stars. Please, as you should. So I'll, I'll ask later on. Hold on. Um, the rest of the question isn't really that interesting, but Abby's answer is really the, kind of the, the meat of the story here. And Hannah, uh, my challenge to you is to do this next time you want to send a text to your ex. Let's hear it. When you're forced with temptation, the temptation of texting your ex, of course, in your case, Tell your friends that hard liquor is poison to you and that you cannot drink it. Then silently pray. But I don't want you to silently pray. I want you to do this out loud. Um, Oh, Lord, give me the strength I need right now and quickly pour yourself a non-alcoholic beverage. After one sip, pray again. Thank you, Lord. I made it. 
and then try and let, try and let me know the results. I care. Um, that uh, it's exactly what I was going to tell you word for word down to <laughs> I care. I want you, <laughs> I think everyone, we should try to make a movement that whenever you're trying to do, like you're getting yourself in a little too much trouble, you say, Oh Lord, give me the strength I need right now. And then you, what was the next mm-hmm. part? So you, Thank you, Lord, I made it. You're trying to bring God into the group sense? Yeah, just see what happens. <laughs> you're trying to bring God back. I feel like that group. opens up the doors for a lot of gifs. <sighs> just ask something else, Like man. these? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. I feel like everyone that's listening knows exactly which one I just referred to. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we keep going with Dear Abby's? Oh, uh, what do we got? The mailbag's hot right now. We got anything else for the mailbag? Mailbag from Good Sex in Illinois. Okay. Need good sex in Illinois. Need good sex in Illinois. See, those little things right there, that's a big miss. And so you just went from, you just changed everything about them right Buried there. Buried the a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Big fan of all, well, <clears throat> Al, it's a good start. Need sex in Illinois. Big fan of all things Manzo. So, <laughs> I don't know. I report, you decide. Uh, my husband and I have been together for almost nine years. Our sex life sucks, and it has for the last five years or so. The problem, my husband is very bad in bed. I'm very vocal about it when I... That's when you don't want your wife to be vocal in bed. You've never, Uh, ever finished a question. Not even (laughs) once. Not even one time. Not even once. You know what all the comments say? Down the best part of this show. How do you know Uh, you don't read the comments? (laughs) (laughs) I was completely guessing. Rate rate five stars and comment, please. (laughs) I am very vocal about uh, when I am close to finishing. And whenever I get close, he suddenly stops and has to shift to whatever to shift or wherever, and then it's gone. Uh, we keep going, and then the same thing happens. He won't just power through uh, being uncomfortable for a couple of minutes so I can finish. When I'm on top of him doing most of the work, I power myself through so he can finish. I get so annoyed that I just tell him to finish. the word finish. Drink every time you hear it. Uh, I just tell him to finish, and then I finish it and finish it off myself later. Oh. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, he hasn't always been like this. It was once we got engaged, he went downhill. I don't know what to do to fix the situation. He asked me if I finish, and then I tell him no, and then he gets mad and says, sorry, I suck. I feel bad for this guy. Yeah. Uh, I have <laughs> tried to spice things up a little, and he is like a horny 14-year-old who has never seen boobs before when I try anything new. Any suggestions on how to fix this? So, uh, look, here's my thing. First of all, a couple odd, obvious little little fixes here, okay? If he's screwing this up every time you tell him you're close just stop telling him just don't say anything <laughs> that seems to me like somewhere along the la- in the last five years maybe that like should have come to mind but then again she shouldn't have to be playing games mentally on like how to time this the cat and mouse stuff shouldn't start nine years into the relationship i personally feel like but obviously it is weird that she didn't just stop telling him yeah just like, don't tell him own. like just don't tell him i didn't think about that you know what i mean but yeah you know i i actually i do like look the guy's got to step up sure but i do feel bad for him in a sense because that's got to suck hearing that hannah you know you're I mean? visibly bothered by this question i'm very bothered you know i think that he's very selfish mm. um also she she said that this started when they got engaged so that like right after the engagement like you gotta know yeah. that, that, that that's something you gotta get in front of. I don't. I believe. Yeah. Do you think that's something that gets better over time in relationships? Ugh. I mean, she's just said that she's been in a relationship for five years and the sex has been awful for five years, so it doesn't seem like it's getting any better. Yeah. You think maybe so. he like, maybe like is more maybe out of shape now because like it sounds like time went by too. Uh, maybe uh, it's just more than like a. But she also made it clear that like she'll. I know you guys said that she should stop saying like, oh, I'm, I'm almost there, whatever. But like. Let's just sell. He know that means that he should keep trying. Like, 
Well, but then it sounds like at the end when she's like, I try and he's like a horny 14-year-old. Doesn't that, isn't that working then? Uh, no, that's never seen boobs before. I think she's talking about like, like he doesn't boobs? know what he's doing. Gotcha. gotcha. I thought look? that meant like he was yeah. so excited that it was a turnoff. I, I, like, I got news for you. Then. I feel yeah. like that stuff is either kind of in you or not. I think in some ways it can get better. But I think – I actually think maybe girls are probably more capable of changing – the way that they do things than guys are because it's almost kind of like it's a fixed thing in mm-hmm. some ways. Um, but like, where the hell, I mean, they don't even go like, like there's not like a school he could go to. I mean, you're kind of, unfortunately, you're going to have to just figure this out. I think it's a communication thing. Yes. But one thing I would definitely say is you can't belittle the guy because it's obvious that if you're not the only one that's probably not having a good time and that's something that could definitely mess with the guy's mental. So I would... Be a little bit easy on him, and then just see if it can improve little by little. I'd like to know the tone of the "sorry I suck." It was like, "Sorry, I know I suck." Yeah, but <laughs> then it's sad. No, but like, he's like, "Sorry, I suck," and but, like walks but he's out. Not of the gonna, room. He's not leaving there like it's a baseball game. Like, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like you know, like like try harder next time. He's that mentally, he goes into every single sexual experience they have with that in the back of his head. It's definitely not gonna. I help. usually have like a strong opinion. I don't. I'm confused by this. I have gotten the "sorry I suck" line. I have. Were they, being honest here. Were you? Were you? Did you agree? And I said, "Yep." Wow. wow. Yeah. You know, wow. it's it sounds just, like a fun story. The thing is, yeah, I communication. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to communicate it. So if someone's not pleasing you in different aspects of your life, you got to just talk about this it. This was in a relationship. Ah, uh, yes, it was. And, oh wow. And okay, so. Was that yeah? Was that it? I I I feel like you thought we weren't going to yeah, follow no, up oh, any oh, questions. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I think you know it, it fizzled out shortly after that because you know I feel like when something's wrong, mm. it starts you know kind of in the bedroom something's wrong and then it just kind of happens like throughout other things and then if that makes any sense. Well, I mean, look, yeah. you said the, for this guy you use the word selfish, right? Yeah. If you're selfish in that aspect of the relationship, you're probably selfish yes. in a lot of other aspects yes. of the relationship. So I I buy into that full force. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that's But rough. if I could go back communicate better because I feel like, you know, you guys are men, like you're simple creatures, everyone says at least. I I disagree. But um, <laughs> <laughs> But like I mean, you know, if a if a girl was to talk to you about this, like how would you react? Um I would uh, truthfully, and I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm really not, but just the way what I do for work every day is I'd be like pretty apologetic, and I would listen to like, hey, tell me, tell me what you would like differently next time. Much like working, honestly, because it's that's the only kind of thing I know when I hear criticism is to know how to ask how to be better, and then I suffer in silence when I go home. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you know. Again, it would be a communication thing. It, it it's not the type of conversation that I think like anybody would have to be ashamed of having because there's going to be like everybody's got different styles of stuff right so like communicating to each other and say hey what do you like doesn't necessarily mean even anybody's doing anything wrong Mm -hmm. it's just like you know what i mean also if you're dating and you hear it you're like okay well let's figure this out if you're just like you hook up with somebody like hey that was terrible like it's like i'm gonna go jump off a fucking bridge right now like i'm out this is i that's completely like dismantling but here we go what do we got Chris? last one of the day and then I have a new plan for the second episode. Well, I'm very excited to hear it. Okay. Dear Albie, I love your show. I love your family. Been Team Manzo for a very long time. I just want to say whoever the German guy is uh, that you have on your show needs to go. He talks over everyone. He's rude and quite honestly dismissive to everyone else's opinions. Other than that, keep it up. Love you, Chris. Al, you hear that? Uh, love you, Chris. Love the episode with your mom. How do you get Lauren to do a cameo? 
Oh, you know, a couple a uh, couple updates. I, I was out with Marcus the other day, and to your dismay, I asked him when he's coming back to do the show because uh, we miss him. We love him very much. Um, the big German. He's got his own podcast. It's doing very, very well. I would tell people to listen to it, but uh, it's but all it's, in German. It is in German. Um, but give it a sp- take it for a spin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> you learn something. In other news, uh, we are, Lauren was supposed to do the show today. We couldn't do it. And uh, also, yeah, guys, um, we lost a catfish, I'm pretty sure. Uh, she, I, I got ghosted by a freaking catfish now <laughs> because they were supposed to come on and do the show. Oh, she could have done it here. We did find out who it was. We actually found out she's friends with a lot of our mutual friends. It was going to be a friendly thing. And the next thing, um, she just stopped responding. And I think it's because she's been listening to the show. I, I feel like you might have had something to do with it, Chris. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's gone. So. I feel horrible for feeling making the person that tried to defraud you into thinking there was somebody else, making them feel unwelcome into my life yeah. in my well, apartment. Anyway, I feel that's terrible that, about that's that. The, but people have been asking me for a catfish update, and that is the update. I don't, and I also don't – I think I did meet her at Tenton Willow. Yeah? I don't think she's I, Honest to God, I think actually you – that is the person from Tenton Willow. And she would have saw that it was the I think she would have came here. You would have saw it was her, and it would have been a big problem. So – Al got catfish. Super long story short. Or maybe we should tell him we're not doing this because these people already. Yeah, because we also yeah everybody that's listening to the show right. heard this. Anyway, I definitely met the catfish. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why she panicked. So listen, guys, thank you so much. Do you have any mailbag at gmail.com if you want to be a part of all this? I have no Venmo shoutouts. Um, thank God. Uh, that's big. That was awesome. 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 <laughs> Talk to you guys later. <laughs> the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.